0: Hey everyone, this is Kristen Sandy Benton with the Kristen Sandy Show, <clears throat> where we get up close and personal with some great artists out there. Um, we just want to bring you the stories behind the artists, not just the music. Bring you the music too, but the stories too. And today, as always, we got a rocking show. We got the awesome Carmen Mills, who's a really great Christian singer. Her faith is stronger than you wouldn't believe, and. She really focuses on God And she's got a story behind her that she won't believe I mean for, uh, Until further notice, ah, it's You know what You never know what's going to happen live Carmen you hear
1: here <laughs> I'm <that how> <laughs> <am> here hi
0: Hi <laughs> hey, how you doing
2: I'm great can you hear me okay
0: Yep hear you just fine yes.
1: Got
0: a little awesome. tongue twisted there <laughs> 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 I knew what I was trying to say And my tongue didn't work <laughs> That's funny. So tell us a little bit about, before we get really heavy into things, um, where you're from, things you like to do outside of music, and, you know, the basic stuff about you.
2: The basics. Okay, Uh, let me think. Well, I am from uh, Coons Lake, Indiana. You probably don't even know where that's at. Have you ever heard of (laughs) South Bend? (laughs) Yeah. Yes. like, Okay, Notre Dame, South Bend. I would say I'm about uh, 30 to 40 minutes from there.
1: So so I live in a
2: real small town called Coons Lake, yeah. Um, Let me see, that's exciting. (laughs) Um, I'm I'm a wife and a mother. I have four daughters, and they're all, three of them are over the age of 20, which is really weird, I can't believe that. And I have a (laughs) (laughs) daughter, yeah. I have a daughter. She's a senior in high school, so she's graduating this year. Ah, And um, another one getting married, yeah, this summer. Let me think. So, yeah. um, But about me, uh, basically I'm a wife, mother, and uh, I love to sing and write music. And um, I I don't know if there's a whole lot else to tell about me. I mean, I do. I am. (laughs) Okay, let me retract. Uh, right now, I'm a teacher's aide. I'm I'm working for mm-hmm. a very special young boy. He um, you just needs some extra help, so you know, yeah. Doing doing that during mm-hmm. the day and working with children, so but that's about as exciting as it gets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Sandy knows what you're talking about. But I guess you live in a small town, because Sandy comes from a really small town up in Kentucky called Feds Creek, which is like 500 people.
1: Uh, oh yes,
3: okay, very yeah. small. You're you're an hour away from anything <laughs> there, even Walmart or McDonald's. Hour away, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Looking and, for stuff and to their, do, aren't you? I know. <laughs> yeah, and, and their big city, which was like an hour away, is Pikeville, Kentucky, which has about fifteen, twenty thousand people. So even there, you're that's the big city. Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah.
1: <All laughs> right. uh, yeah, you got to drive
3: yeah.
2: about fifteen minutes to get. Like if you want to go to a Walmart or anything like that. So, um mm-hmm. that's where a lot of good songwriting comes in though. You know, I mean you get all these long drives everywhere.
0: <laughs> oh no. yeah. or you too much in your head. <laughs> right. Yeah, I remember yeah. I remember one trip that Sandy and I took up to Kentucky. We wrote seven songs on the trip up there.
1: Wow.
3: We did. That is awesome. Now, oh we're, we're, when
0: I say songs, it's lyrics. We, we can't, we ain't learned to write music yet. That's coming. But, but, right, okay. that's yeah, <laughs> so, yeah some lyric- people, some people Some people will get mad at me for saying, no, they're not songs. And I'm like, they're songs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys enjoy them? Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. You enjoy them,
0: that's what counts. That's what counts. <laughs> exactly. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, so Mm-hmm. So, so far in your musical career, what's some of the most rewarding that, things that you've done where you look back and you're like, I can't believe I've done that?
2: Well, I mean, honestly, just getting to go to uh, Georgia and recording with a really amazing producer, uh, Sean Hill from Uphir, Uphill Studios, that has just has been phenomenal to work with him um he's he's really um brought a lot out in my voice and given me a lot of encouragement as a singer uh i got to um oh i got to go to a women's uh jail ministry in arkansas and that was that was uh i will never forget that i mean at first i was kind of a little bit intimidated you know but Mm -hmm. we just prayed Mm -hmm. about it and said god god you've got me here for a reason and um, we had kind of, it was me and another band and um we went in and mm-hmm. did a whole ministry with these women and let me tell oh, you wow. these ladies these ladies were just so um they were just so hungry and they just were so mm-hmm. happy that somebody would come in and sing with them and worship with them so that was really really amazing and i I don't know if I'll ever get to do that again but that really stands out um I sang at a TV show in Atlanta it's called Oh wow. uh, Watch T V and um friends and neighbors. So I got to sing live on television. So that was kinda cool. Like, whoa, <laughs> yeah. Um But other than yeah, just getting to hang out with all you guys and do these radio interviews and talk. These this has been really cool for me. I'm, I can't even believe yeah. I'm doing it. it's it's exciting, you know. Getting to share my testimony and
0: stuff. So Yep. The the great thing about technology is it's changed where the average host like Sandy and I can actually produce a radio show where in most I cases it. you'd have to go through radio. You know? So it's, yeah. made, it's mm-hmm. definitely made it a game changer. I just wish yeah. more people would support the online radio side because they don't. Most people don't. if you could,
1: yeah.
0: And, I, and I, when it comes to up-and-coming country or Christian artists, it don't matter what genre, the online is really where it's at if people would just yeah. tune in.
2: Because
0: that's yeah. really good. Yeah,
2: oh, absolutely. That. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, because I've even been asked that. Well, you know, when I when I say I've been played on radio, which this last year has just been amazing. I I can't believe I can't believe how many radio stations there are. But um, you know, like you said, they're not necessarily the major major. I don't know what you would call that. But I haven't gotten to do that yet. But I mean just for a radio station online or whatever to even want to play my songs to me is humbling, you know what I mean?
0: Now granted we'll get into your song in probably next five or ten minutes So, not, but okay. I just had a, I just had a thought that that before I forget, the one thing okay. that the song that you sent me, both Sandy and I both looked at each other and said, You can hear that in church playing. Mm.
3: Absolutely, yes yeah, It's a great song, beautiful song
0: Thank you but, yeah. but we'll definitely get to that that in a minute So at what age did you um, know that You know what, I, I want to be music
2: I want to do music, okay Well, so I would say Okay, when I was like five Five was the first time I actually wrote a little song Like I was out just talking to the Lord about some things and this song came to my head. Um, But I would say junior high I wrote my first uh, song for a songwriting contest and I got first place and I was like, okay, yeah, you know. Um, Also, let me see. Like when I would sing in church and stuff, I would do a lot of Amy Grant's
1: music and I loved
2: Mm. her stuff. Loved it. But I remember it was like, man, I have all this stuff in my head and all this music and it just, you know, would never shut off and so Mm -hmm. I'm like I want to start singing the stuff that's up in my head and, you know, and start getting that out and so I would say yeah about Mm -hmm. junior high was when it really um, that started for me and um, one time at my church, I was was pretty young and there was a group of singers, they were called the Lakeside Singers and they asked Mm -hmm. me if I would sing with them and I was like sure and i I sang the little girl part and they came up behind me and they with their big booming voices and you know they sang harmonies and i mean it was just so cool and i'm i was hooked i'm like oh man i gotta do that you know it was like i knew that's what i wanted to do i wanted to sing and write you know
0: yeah singing with those adults like mm -hmm. that so that was
2: really
0: so fun
2: so fun yeah oh yeah
0: so as we get dig a little deeper into your story now, um, okay. <laughs> tell us a little bit about your childhood, you know, about the struggles that you had and, 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 and the overcoming that you had to do. Because I think a lot of people, um, when, when they see artists that are singing out there, they don't realize mm-hmm. that almost every artist has a heavy story. I don't know. I, I don't know of many. Now, now, the young ones might be a little different, um, mm-hmm. but for most people, the artist has a heavy story. And I know yours ain't yeah. no different. You've got a heavy one. No, so let's yeah. go there.
2: <laughs> it is pretty heavy. Oh, boy. Okay, so my <clears throat> mine started when I, was, when I was about three years old. My mother um, gave me up. Uh, she couldn't afford to take care of me. So she gave me to a friend. This is what I was told. And she didn't take care of me. So the police came and took me away and they put me in an orphanage and um this was in san jose costa rica and um i was uh super malnourished you know i I couldn't even walk and then um yeah yeah (laughs) well this american his name was steve crane who's my father adopted father he came Mm -hmm. to the country looking for a child to adopt and had gone to like quite a few orphanages and then um wasn't sure how he was going to even pick a child because there was so many. And then Mm -hmm. he got to the orphanage where I was at. And um, there was a missionary named Milray, Milray Liso. And she was the one that was going with my dad from orphanage to orphanage. And they got to the place where I was. And he, he said he came in and all these children, you know, they ran up to him and they're like, adopt me, pick me, you know, I'm, because he was a rich American, you know, and, and they, Mm -hmm. you know, the older ones were pretty smart, you know, they knew they would probably have a good life. And um, (laughs) so anyway, he saw me and I turned my back on him, you know, and Mm -hmm. it was like, "Eh." (laughs) (laughs) yeah. And he, (laughs) yeah, he asked the missionary, you know, why, what about her? Why doesn't she, why isn't she like the other children? Why doesn't she come up to me and want picked up? And Milray said, well, Carmen's already given up. She, you know, she just doesn't really have much hope. So, and next said I was Mm. very weak and hungry Mm -hmm. and, you know, and malnourished and bad teeth. And so my dad said that he walked over and he tried to pick me up and um, I had razor sharp teeth, you know, and I bit him.
1: (laughs) He said, he said,
2: (laughs) (laughs) he said, that's the one for me. You know he's like, God told him that I was the one, and uh, so you know, and you have to understand, my dad is a ex Vietnam vet, and he was wounded in the war, so was missing like he had two fingers on each hand um very scary looking guy, you know, but he wanted to adopt me, and I'm like, I don't know about all this but and uh the doctors they told him they're like, well are you sure about her, you know, because, because of how malnourished I was. And um, they they Mm -hmm. said I probably would never get married, never graduate high school, (laughs) never have children, lots of nevers. And my dad said that he said, well, so he called my mom who was in Wichita, Kansas and told her about me. And I guess the whole church there prayed and she said, adopt her. And so they did, and he brought me here to this lovely country, you know, and um I mean, and that was the start of our family and the thing is is it's it's a really cool story, and you know my dad always likes to think of me as i'm his, his daughter, you know, like I can't give birth yeah. to me, but you know but it, the challenge in that you know there were a few things um
1: i I knew that I knew I was special.
0: Up, oh, you're breaking up. You're going in. The, you're going in
1: and out.
0: So I have a severe fear of doctors, just so you know.
2: <laughs> and um, I'm a little intimidated by policemen. And I think that comes from, you know, being taken out, taken out of my home the way I was. And um, so I was one of those children where, I like. I was grateful, but I always mm-hmm. felt a little bit, um, what's the word for it? Uh, I'm trying to think of a word. I can't think of it. It's not coming to my head.
1: Like, I felt
2: guilty. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't yeah. deserve to get to live in this country, you know, and,
0: mm-hmm. and have things that I had
2: because of where I came from.
1: But I always felt
2: like I was just so unworthy, you know, or like I couldn't do enough
1: to pay back.
2: What was given to me, you know? And um, yeah. even, like, I'll be honest with you, even now, I still mm-hmm.
1: struggle
2: a little bit. Are you still there?
0: Yeah. You're just faking okay. it
2: yes, out here. a little bit. Uh,
0: Hello. Yeah, we're here. You're yes, faking it out a little bit.
1: Hello. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah.
2: You still there?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes, we're here. Oh goodness, was I talking to myself?
0: <laughs> no, we no we we were here just you were fading in oh, and out. Yeah,
3: we've been able to hear most of it, yes. Yeah, Is it fading oh, a little wow. bit sometimes? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah, I looked down and the screen looked blank. I'm like, Well, there you go.
1: So <laughs>
2: <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay. So yeah, I mean you know what I'm saying? It's it's just that, that struggle of always feeling like you're not doing enough, you're, you know, to make up for what was given to you, you know, you know what I'm Mm
1: -hmm. saying? Um, yeah. Yeah. So kind of, yeah, a a, a grateful, I'm,
2: I was a grateful child, but I think that there was always that in the back of my mind. I just felt guilty. Um, Mm -hmm. and so then that kind of went up into my, you know, teenage, well, yeah, my teenage years, you know, I, I might've, Struggled a little bit with depression because I had abandonment issues and all oh, mm-hmm. trust issues. Which is understandable.
1: And, mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. all
2: that stuff. You name it, I have been in counseling for it. Let me just put it that way.
1: Does <laughs> oh, wow. that give you
2: an idea? <laughs> yeah. how so. yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that's...
0: Yeah, because yeah, we sit there and, you know, Sandy and I are trying to write a book eventually and called Broken Together. And it's more of a mm-hmm. marriage book. And it talks mm-hmm. about how um, your past really mm-hmm. dictates your marriage. People don't realize that. Most arguments, it does. you know, when we come married, we're both broken. So when we come yes. into a uh, marriage, you know, I see things one way. Sandy may see things another way, but it's the same situation, but it's based on our past experiences. And mm-hmm. I think yeah. that, that and that's why I like to have all the past stuff come out on our show because I, I think people don't realize the power of your past. You know, I get really yeah. frustrated when I hear um, these um, marriage gurus or just leadership gurus, even pastors, mm-hmm. that, that say, um, forget your past and move on. And mm. I know that's the quickest mm. way to repeat your past. <clears throat> mm. You can't just okay, forget, yeah. You can't forget your past to move on you really got to dig right. deep into your past to see why you are the way you are. Then, you can, then you'll connect the dots so that you can make the change. But if you don't yeah. do that, yeah. you will not um, make the change, and you will repeat it. So the past is so important. Right. So, you know, that's one reason we're trying to bring out a lot of people's past on our show, is we want to show people, look, even through all this past, these artists yeah. are still pursuing their dreams. Because that's, that's the whole thing of our show is, to be about, you know what, it do, doesn't matter what has happened to you in, in your life. You can still chase that dream if you've got it.
2: Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yes. That. Wow, that's amazing. You know, so, um, it's interesting you say that because when I met my, my husband, who was, quote, just my friend at the time, mm-hmm. um, I told him, I said, look, I, I'm kind of a troubled person. I'm just going to let you know that up front. Um, you know, so if you want to hang out with me, great, but I'm, I'm just warning you. And, you know, he was <laughs> like, oh, I'm just going to protect her and it's going to be mm-hmm. great. I'm going to fix he Not that he was going to fix me, but he was going to protect
0: mm-hmm. me yeah. from
2: all the pain and yeah. hurt and abu- the other things that had happened that I haven't even shared. And, um, like my husband will tell you now, here we are 28 years later. He had no idea
1: what he was getting into when he asked me
2: to marry him. You know what I'm saying? He was like, wow. (laughs) You know, and um, he's just been amazing. But, yeah, because I I went into my marriage with such deep, deep hurts. You know, like I said, Mm -hmm. the abandonment and um, the Mm -hmm. distrust. And There were some things that happened in my junior high years, too, that were really hard to overcome. And I mean, and mm-hmm. he, that's been, that was hard on him, you know, being married to yeah. me. And, and I challenged mm-hmm. him at every point, you know, I'm like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You really love me. Well, we'll see, you know, and I would do stupid stuff like just to push, you know what I mean? Just to yeah. see. And, um, mm-hmm. but by the grace of God, he's, he's still with me and loves me, you know? And <laughs> so, and I, and I love him, you know, and it's, it was, it has not been easy, but
0: you yeah. know, that's, yeah, like, oh, yeah. one you no <laughs> like one of the things I recommend, like one of the things I recommend married couples do, and really couples that are thinking about marriage, I think should do this too. And even if you're mm-hmm. not a couple, I guess you know still a good idea because it helps you see yeah. who you are. But I always recommend people um, sitting down at the computer to write out their full story, and it don't matter if you're going to write a book. that don't. I'm, that's not even where I'm going here. The goal is mm-hmm. write, and here's why: write your story. But make it a minimum goal of 50,000 words. And, it's, mm. and, it's, and okay. it's not as big as dawn as you would think because you know your story. When you start writing, mm-hmm. you'll probably type 2,000 words an hour. So, it will, you know, it can take you, even if it takes you 60 days to do it, it won't matter. Just write a little bit each day, and, but write your yeah. story out from the moment you can remember from when you were little up until now. Here's, and, here's why, and here's why I say 50,000 words. If you don't make it a minimum goal of 50,000 words, you'll write the good, you'll write the bad, but you, don't, you won't write the ugly, and it's the ugly that will mm. change your life. Mm. Because what happens mm. is as you start writing it out, you start connecting the dots. Oh, that's why that happened. That's why that happened. That's why that happened. Oh, so it all okay. – and then you, then you start seeing the root of everything. Now, if you mm. do it and your spouse does it, and you, and you share both sides Do this Now both of you know exactly What's happening in each other's past Now you know how okay, to handle yeah. him He knows how to handle you On certain things And it's not that you're trying to walk on eggshells It's that when mm-hmm. someone's got hurt There's things that the spouse can do That will push that hurt more But, they, but if they yeah. don't know that hurt's there They don't, know, okay. they don't even know They're pushing it and, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you're in an argument over spilled <laughs> spaghetti, and it has nothing to do with spilled <laughs> spaghetti. <Right. laughs> it has to do with abandonment. Or maybe the husband says something to the nature of, of um, whatever it is that triggers the wife and, and she's like, <laughs> oh, he's going to leave me just like everybody else. My dad left me. Yeah. This left me. Yeah. You know, and, 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 all, and, all, and he's like, Boy, I've got a crazy woman because he do not know <laughs> the past. And then, he, mm-hmm. and then they butt heads and butt heads, and then they think, uh-huh. oh, well, we, we, we just weren't meant to be. And that's just not true. God right. brought the two together for a reason.
1: Right. Wow. <laughs> and yeah. it, to heal each
0: other. Because Sandy and I both always say that God healed both of us um, through each other. And I think that's what happens yeah. in marriage. It's, it's, when, yeah. when done right, God uses the spouse to heal you. Wow. Yeah.
2: That is so true. Wow. (laughs) That is, yeah. You know, I mean, cause I, exactly what you said, you know, you get that, Oh no, this is it. This is the big it. He's going to leave me because I did whatever it Mm. is I did, you know, and you're positive. This is the big one. And um, I, I, you know, and it's like you said, it's that fear of being left because, you know, for me, I was left, you know, and, Mm. So I would I would push my husband all the time to see if it was gonna. I mean, I didn't know that's what I was doing. Not like yeah, exactly. I intentionally did it, but it's what I was doing. You know what I mean?
0: And yeah. see, this is yeah. why. This is also why when people write down their story, because I, mm-hmm. I, I I remember, and, and really I wrote down my story to write a book, to be honest with you, a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. It, but as I was writing. And I was honest in the writing. And Sandy wrote, read mm-hmm. a lot of it. And she's like, wow, you were honest in that. Because <laughs> yeah. um, I, I went through 19 years of addictions until God healed me over 12 years ago. And okay. the wow. first yeah. five years of our marriage was hell for my wife because mm-hmm. of the addictions. And, mm-hmm. But in the midst of that, she always believed that God brought us together for a reason. If, I, I believe if she didn't believe that, we mm-hmm. probably would have divorced. Because I put her through a lot But but she never nagged me, she never put me down She always uplifted me, she was my cheerleader She did everything that she could in her power And you know, to this day A lot of people tell us Well, she just allowed you to walk over her Those first few years I was like, no, she allowed me to experience God's pure love through her because mm-hmm. If it weren't yeah. for that I'd probably be dead today Because wow. I was not I was going down I mean, 19 years of addictions will eventually get to you. And I was going downhill fast, really fast yeah, by that yeah. point. And so, but, but when you write your story out, it shows you things that maybe you didn't forget. Or maybe you remember, but you're like, mm-hmm. oh, you start seeing a pattern. Now you know so how was, to correct it. So she was it. your Jesus. Yeah. Yep, she, oh, she was definitely my wow. Jesus. Like <laughs> I mean, she was, wow. you know, she, 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 was, she was my light when I was dark.
1: Yeah.
0: 'Cause Because you know, that like they awesome. say, c- cause, you know, like they say, you can't. You know, the darkest night can't put out the smallest light, but the smallest light can put out the biggest dark. Because you yeah. can't make it pure dark if you've got a candle. Yep. Yeah. But you can make it pure light even in the dark. So. Yes. So light does overshadow wow. darkness. And we're mm-hmm. so. She went through all that, and, and we, we ended up, you know, I remember waking up December 26, um, 2007, felt mm-hmm. really bad. I was, for the first time in my life, I, was, I knew I, was, I got drunk on Christmas Day. I've never done that. <laughs> Even though mm-hmm. I was so far gone mentally, I still understood the Christian route, as I was say back in the 90s. So I mm-hmm. still understood, and there were still lines I didn't cross, but going that route was was rough, and I remember December 26th or 7th, I woke up and I pleaded with God. I was ready to take my life. I said, you know what? I can't. I've already I destroyed my first marriage because of addictions. Here it mm-hmm. is. I'm destroying a second marriage. I mean, I got a second chance at at with an awesome wife, and yeah. I'm like, I'm destroying it. But I can't do this. And I mm-hmm. pleaded with God, says either take. I didn't ask him. I didn't ask him to help me quit drinking. I asked him to take the desire away because I knew -hmm. I I couldn't do it just by quitting drinking. So I asked him, please, take the desire away um, or take my life. One of them has got to happen. I can't Mm. do it anymore. Mm -hmm. And I remember God clearly, and, of course, I know some people say I'm crazy on this, but I clearly remember God speaking, saying, give him 30 days. And I'm sitting there like – I'm thinking, okay, is this Satan talking to me? Am I going <laughs> – because well, I'm like, you're God. Why do you need 30 days? But what I didn't yeah. know yeah. then that I know now, all through mm-hmm. the Bible, before every big miracle came some form of obedience. Mm, okay. oh, you know, miracles always happen after obedience. And my sat 30 yeah. days was – my obedience to do my power to, to not drink at least for 30 days. And, okay. I, and I really felt like he was saying, after 30 days, you'll never drink again. And about the 27, 28, last I remember, I've had zero desire since, and it's been over 12 years now.
2: Oh, uh, that is, wow. That is <laughs> awesome. That is, and, I'm so happy for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thank you. No, um, really. But again, I yeah, really am. That's, wow. a, 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 and that's what I want our show to be. I don't want our show just to be – I want our show to where we have a dialogue. And mm-hmm. I, I've had I've had some people in the past tell me I probably put my story too much into other people's story, but I think we're all inter, inter, interconnected.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Your yeah. story no, is absolutely. my story. My story is your story. We're all interconnected. Yeah. And I think that people need to see the interconnection, and people need to experience all the sides. And by – you know, I guess I'm trying to be the Oprah of of, <laughs> mu- of music interviews because that's what she did. Okay. You know, I used yep. to say I want to be the Barbara Walters of music, but I realized, mm-hmm. you know, what? She's the aha person. She tries to get you. Like, no, I don't want to be that. I want to be the Oprah, okay. where she has a dialogue with her guests, to where oh, mm-hmm. when she when the guest hears a story, oh, I can relate to that, and then and why? That's the kind of post that we're trying to be because we we want our show to heal people, not just help heal our, our um, guests, but we want the audience, when they hear the different stories from, from you and, and other guests, they are like, wow, that's healing. Yeah. Music's healing. And yes. we just want yes. the whole show to, to be a healing manifestation in their lives. And some people don't like that, and we're okay with that. Yeah. I mean, I've, been, I've had some guests turned down because I think that they don't want to really share their stories.
1: Mm, okay. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: And that's okay. That's you know that's there's plenty of other shows out there that that doesn't really hit the deep issues. That's not a, yeah. you know that that's where we're where we're carving a niche. And I'm so grateful for yeah. artists like you willing to come on, tell your story because again you've got a, such a powerful story. I mean, if anybody should have quit, it was you. Mm. And and I'm guessing <laughs> your faith is what kept yeah. you going.
2: Absolutely,
0: yes, yes. How um, did how, how did, did your faith twine into this? How how, how, how did, did how faith, did your faith yeah. twine into all this? How how did that how did I guess the faith first start, and how did it intertwine with all this to get you through those really rough times? Mm,
2: the really well. You know, I've I've had a relationship with with Jesus since I was like five years old. I mean, because I I still remember the day I I got saved. You know, I mean, I hope mm-hmm. that's not
1: too. Wow. But
2: I remember <laughs> I remember that day. I remember the yeah. pastor and talking about how don't wait. And I mean, I ran myself up to that altar because I was like I I don't want to miss out, and I want I want him <laughs> to be in my life. And like Amen. I was five, and you know, and um, you know, and I'm not gonna say that I didn't like do make stupid mistakes when yeah. i got older because i absolutely mm-hmm. did um you know and there were times where i was was like well are you really a christian because it sure doesn't seem like it you don't you don't seem like you have that faith or you know you don't that's act where like the guilt comes in yeah well and you know and that's the thing here's the thing is i am a christian um but i have struggled with depression and anxiety mm-hmm. um I struggled with depression my whole life and did not, it didn't come in into light until like the last 10 years that I didn't mm-hmm. know that that's what was wrong. I always yeah. just was like, why is this such a struggle? Why am I always so sad for no reason? And, and why, I mean, I know what the Lord's done for me and I know what I've mm-hmm. been blessed with, but I would always have this sadness, you know, or like, yeah. and I just, mm-hmm. and I, and it, it finally came to light that, yeah, you have a chemical imbalance too, on top of everything, and oh wow, it's you know, and but the Lord brought the right people into my life, and especially my husband, you know, because there were there was okay chris you you want me to get real
0: honest let's get let's <sighs> okay. do it let's go let's go. Let's All go. Right, yeah. this is
2: going do this might shock some people that know me, but two years ago, I was hospitalized. For depression, Mm
1: -hmm. and it was the
2: hardest week. It was the hardest week of my life. I, I didn't, I just didn't want to live. I didn't want to Mm -hmm. keep going on because I was so sad. I mean, the sad was I, I couldn't even explain it. It was like, it's too hard. I can't, I can't keep going because Mm -hmm. the, the abuse from stuff that happened to me when I was younger had had been brought to light, and um, I really thought I had dealt with it or at least had pushed it down enough, and it, it came out, and I just couldn't handle it, and I, I I was like, I looked at my husband like, I don't want to be married. It wasn't that I didn't wow. really want to be married. I just,
1: mm-hmm.
2: everything was wrong. I wasn't thinking straight, yeah. and I I was hospitalized, and I remember the next day, you know, just sitting there in my room, looking out this window, and I'm like, "How did I end up here? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! You know, you just, you know, you've been doing music, and you're talking about how awesome God is, and you know, you're singing about I look to You,' and, and here you are, sitting in a hospital because you're this sad. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and that's where the enemy attacks. And,
2: yeah, he was like, well, there you go. You you need to step out of that because obviously you're not what you say you are. You know, you can't keep singing stuff that you don't mean or feel. And I do mean it when I say I love the Lord. And I do mm-hmm. mean it when I say I love to him. But sometimes we just get into a place, you know, where we need help. And that's where yeah. I was at. And um, So this last summer I went, To my producer Sean, we were gonna record Mm -hmm. a new song. It's called "I'm Coming Home," and his question was, "So how you doing, Carmen Mills?" You know, he's like, "How's it going? How was the TV show?" And I'm like, "Sean, not so good." What? I'm like, and then I'm like, Sean, I'm like, there's something I gotta tell you. So I told him about the hospital. Mm -hmm. I told him about the medications and how they had me on one after another and how when I went to get up and sing, I couldn't give the song real feeling because I didn't feel anything. You know what I mean? Cause I was medicated mm-hmm. and I'm like, Sean, I'm having a hard time just sitting here singing in the studio with you. Because the truth is, is I don't feel anything, you know? Wow. And he, he didn't judge, you know, he's worked with a lot of really amazing Christian artists. and He yeah. didn't judge me. He didn't, he just said, Oh man. And he prayed with me, and he said, "Carmen, I know that the Lord is with you, and you've got the song it's there,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and he pulled it out of me in the studio, even when I didn't feel like I had any feeling mm-hmm. um, I am let me tell you, I'm on the other side. God is so good i mean i'm
1: awesome. I'm doing a
2: lot better, yeah, um." But that's scary to tell you that, and I can't even believe I'm sitting sitting here saying this on on the radio, that, yeah, that I was in the hospital for depression. But I was. Um, But God is good. And um, I needed some things that had to be dealt with. It just –
0: it was time, you know. Yeah, amen to that. And I think that's where people go wrong. Take a deep
2: breath. I'm breathing. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) okay.
0: But I think that's where people go wrong is they think, well, if you're a Christian – You're not going to go through all these different emotions, and that's just not true. Mm -hmm. Even Paul in the Bible says, why is it that I do what I know I ought not do? Mm -hmm. I mean, David, who was after God's own heart, had adultery and murdered somebody. Mm -hmm. You know,
1: so
0: so when you start looking at all the different, you know, Remember, God doesn't use perfect people; He uses imperfect people to create His perfect plan. Well, wow. <laughs> because I um, mean, I love you know, David.
2: love him, yeah.
0: Because <laughs> I mean, he, when he you was look somebody at life... I
2: always modeled my life after, you know, David.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
3: Just
2: because, just because, like you said, of his, he was so up and so down and so honest all the time, and you know, so yeah. <laughs>
0: You, I'm you know, sorry, Sandy, Sandy and I did a study with our small group before that had, um, years ago, were on the study of Peter. And I was like, oh, my God, that's me. <laughs> yeah, a lot of oh,
3: similarities yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because Peter was always the excited one, the one yeah. that would impulsive. put his foot in his mouth. You know, impulsive, mm-hmm. put his foot in his mouth. No, like, yeah, that's yeah. me. Yeah yeah. That's true Yeah Oh man But but God always uses imperfect I mean think about it The um, experts Built the ark I mean not Experts built the titanic But an amateur Mm -hmm. built the ark That tells it all right Mm -hmm. there
2: Yeah Wow yeah Yeah.
0: So when God Used somebody I mean think about it If you were perfect And God used you would it matter? Because everybody I, yeah. else would be like, everybody else would be like, you know, because I think what happens is people get to their lowest of lows and people mm-hmm. see that. And then God brings you to the highest of highs and God can get all yeah. the glory Yes. under that. Yes. But it's really like Miss, Mr. or Mrs. Ego, he can't get the glory in that. Because the people are like, well, they, th- they think they, th- all that. But when you come out <laughs> and start telling your story, they're like, whoa. She shouldn't even, she shouldn't even be this communicable to people. You know, she shouldn't get to um communicate this easy with people. But yet, here she yeah. is. That's mm-hmm. God-given right there. That's a gift that God gave you. God, you know, your your purpose is always in your pain.
1: Mm.
0: Wow. <clears throat> no matter no matter what you do in your life That's why I try to tell people well, Find your pain and you'll find your purpose Wow And that's why I love And that's why I love all these artists and all that Because they put their pain In their songs
3: mm-hmm. yes. yes and the songs and becomes, are healing Then, if you listen to them
0: They can heal you And then yeah. it becomes their purpose So, mm-hmm. so even yeah. though Now they I mean they because he's something God taught me recently. I was one of these people, almost like a Pharisee um, not long ago, to where I felt it couldn't be a ministry unless it was God-focused. God okay. woke me up to something. Our church um, had a guy recently tell a story. and He was telling a story mm-hmm. that, his, that um, his jiu-jitsu became his ministry, so to speak. He did, he, his love of jiu-jitsu... It impacted everybody at his jujitsu studio. But it wasn't God focused. It was God inspired. And that's what God told me recently that a God inspired ministry is where He wants people to be. Because a God focused ministry is preaching to the choir many times. Mm-hmm. A God inspired ministry is preaching to the world like Jesus told. Me.
1: Yes,
0: yes. And, yeah, because and, you know, I mean, so it's,
1: yeah. Well, it's just if
2: my heart goes out to people that, you know, struggle with sadness and depression and feeling alone mm-hmm. and, like, nobody cares or, you know, all the things because it's like you just feel like you're by yourself, well, and, and that's what we need
0: to show is that you're
2: not you're not alone, you know?
0: Um, and, but that, you can really, and that's where you can your that story way. comes in. That's where your story comes in, the power of a story to move people. Your story, God is going to use to impact thousands, if not millions, of lives one day. It's got to tell really? it Wow.
2: Wow. Okay. That's scary,
0: but okay. <laughs> okay. you got to tell it. You know, it does I'm, nothing bottled up inside you. I'm not kidding. Like, it's a scary, but, okay. <laughs> yeah. but again, it, it's, it does nothing being bottled up inside of you because yeah. it can only heal other people if it's told. Because that's what it's going to do. It's going to heal other people. It's not about – it, at this point, it's no longer about you. It's about God within mm-hmm. you. Yes. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> and that's where the change happens. That's where people are like, wow, you know, she's different. Now mm-hmm. now you can tell your story. Say, well, I wasn't always this way. I still, and you can say, yeah. and I still struggle. But I'm better mm-hmm. than I was a year ago. I'm better than I was two years ago. But oh, yeah. here's, how, yeah. here's how God pulled me from that, from the pits and put me in the palace that I'm in. Like yes. he did, Amen. you did know, like yes. Joseph <laughs> <up> overnight. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: But, um,
2: well, you as, know, it's scary move, when, you, when yes. you share that. Like, mm-hmm. you think people are like, okay, so I was embarrassed to ever share, you know, what I just shared with you guys. That's That's huge because that's. That's so personal, and it's like I don't want people to look at me and go, "Oh, she's one you know she was in the hospital, but I mean, you know, and I was always afraid if you were honest, like people would judge you and, and then they wouldn't come around, you know like,
0: and, and, like and, and you. but see, that's not who your story's for that's right' they're, they're, oh, ju- they're okay. just they're just the Pharisees,
1: mm.
0: your story's for the mm. people that are hungry. Okay. Your story wow. for the people that <laughs> your, 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 sto- your story is God, God, you know got to remember Every person out there has a story And yes. there's going to be people That you touch I can't People that I touch that you can't But if right. you didn't tell your story Then that's going to make it Where well, you're not touching those people and, But yet mm. God wants you to touch those people So there, there there is People out there That God has Positioned you in your life To touch with your story Because no story goes wasted Under God's umbrella It just doesn't He, he may have allowed the pain uh-huh. But he uses the pain To heal other people you, know, you went through what you went through So that you could heal other people we all, uh-huh. I went through what I went through So I could heal people that are in addictive marriages uh-huh. Sandy went through What she went through So she could heal people who got bullied at school we all. Okay. But again, I can't help the people that you can, and you can't help the people that I can. So we're a team. That's that's how God works. So if if we're if we're not open enough to tell the story, the right. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I remember not long ago, one of my fears with this radio show is is people listening. And someone told me, if you if you're all if you stay authentic on your show, the right people will mm-hmm. listen. Yes. So that's what, so that's what we're trying to do is I'm I'm the, I am myself on this show I fumble yes. on this show sometimes you know mm-hmm. I'm not polished and I don't want to be polished. Yeah. Because <clears throat> that's not me. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: I like well, to I, you
2: know what? I'll give you an, I'll give you an example. There was one time <laughs> when I was praying at a Bible study. It was just a prayer group. And it was one of those days, like, I think my kids were really young. I mean, you know, so I was really deep into the mom stuff. And um, I, the depression again, and I was, I openly prayed. And I asked the Lord for strength that day. And I kind of went through the list. And I even went so far as to say, and, you know, God, please just help me to have the strength today just to even do the laundry because you know, my husband needs clean clothes, and you know, I mean, I was just—I was being honest in my prayer.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: um, somebody approached me afterwards and said, mm, "Carmen, I don't know about all that. You know, maybe there's some things you should just keep to yourself. You know, because mm-hmm. you're almost making it sound like you don't do anything." And and I got to be honest with you. After that, I kind of like, I stopped being so open with my prayers, you know, me because I felt mm-hmm. like, oh. See that was the start of that. Like, oh, you're you're letting people know that maybe there's something wrong, and so I I quit. I just couldn't be as open with my prayers and like I I'm not that way anymore now. I mean I I've that's got stuff to, I've got stuff to work on and you know I'm gonna pray <laughs> about it and ask for help. So, but you Amen. know so that's what you're saying is mm-hmm, watching what you say sometimes because you know it's gonna get you know and then you might get judged for it. But at the same time, yeah. you know. I like that I like that you're so real. This is just this has been really neat, and I just feel so encouraged talking to you guys. I want you to know that, and I appreciate this. I appreciate. Well, we your,
0: definitely, <laughs> we definitely appreciate that. and we're about to take a small break, yes. uh, pay, you know, if, okay. we have a little commercial here, and then'll we'll play and then we'll play your song, and as soon as yeah. we play your song, we will come back and talk about it. Okay,: mm-hmm. How's it? Hey,
3: everyone. The Sports Guys also host a Backstage Pass music segment where they go behind the scenes and talk with some of the biggest artists in country music, everything from Texas country, Americana, as well as Nashville artists. The Backstage Pass provides a more in-depth look at the musicians' rise in music as they talk about their career and tell stories about their music to share with their fans. Many of the same guests will be appearing on our show as well. Again, you can find them over at the SportsGuysPodcast.com. It's a grand slam of sports and music. Please go over and check them out.
1: Thank you.
0: Great song. You here?
2: Thank you.
1: Yep.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful
3: a... song. We we love it. Very encouraging.
0: You. So, what inspired that song?
2: Well, basically, what I kind of told you is just that during the the deepest part of you know struggling with depression and stuff. um, You know, there were, like I said, there were some things that happened in my younger years, and I won't go into detail um, about junior high. Um, So, as an adult woman, I, um, I just, I had a hard time, like, trusting people and uh, trusting men, men especially. And, um, you know, and it was, because it was hard on my, hard on my marriage, and, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I just get so down. Well. About a few years ago, it, it was something that had happened in my past came back up, and then there it was. It was right there. It was like you know, I had it had been healed. It was a wound that got ripped right open, and mm-hmm. again, I was so down. And you know, and, and the waters of life were just rising up. And um, and it wasn't just that. I mean, there were other things. You know, as a mom, yeah. you have children and. It's you get lonely when you're a stay-at-home mom, just that sometimes. You know, it's like yeah. it's awesome, but it's it also can be a lonely thing, you know. And so a combination of all that is, And so the song is, you know, when things rise in your life, when the waters of life rise, you know, where do I get my hope from? And, yeah. and honestly, through everything that I have been through, the one thing that has never changed is my hope in the Lord, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Even in the darkest Amen. times, yeah, standing in the light, you know, I mean, I, that's where I get my hope from. And that that's how that song was
1: inspired, you know,
0: was yeah, looking to the Lord. Because <laughs> during those first five years of our marriage, that's what Sandy told me, is that she kept leaning on God during those rough times because she knew my heart, and she knew that it was the addictions that I was speaking through, and it wasn't really me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she yeah. kept, pr- she would pray every night, cry every night, please heal his heart. She wasn't trying to mm-hmm. change me. She wanted my heart mm-hmm. to be healed because she understood that it was my, I was having a heart problem at the, at the during those times. Because yes. like six months after my, after we married, my mom passed away. And that really pushed me over the edge. Mm-hmm. And that's when everything went really south for mm-hmm. me with the addictions. and. So, yeah, that's what, you know, your song made me really think of that. And, you know, also listening to the melody of the song, because we go to, you know, one of the largest churches in and maybe the largest church in Savannah, so we're more of the contemporary yeah. style churches. I'm like, I could hear that song played at our church. Like, mm, I could hear it clearly. Wow. That, that I, yeah. I believe one day that song will be picked up by all the churches, all the contemporary churches across the nation. Wow, I think it's that good. That's that, and it's that powerful. Hmm. Because you know, if you you go to a contemporary church, you know that they, because you know they play like Bethel music. They play elevation, and I think you'll be up there. Mm -hmm. Really,
2: wow. Um, Yeah, yeah, I love those songs. I know what you're talking about, but I, you know, I sometimes I, I was listening to that song today. Just trying to trying to revisit stuff because I knew I was getting ready to talk to you guys and mm-hmm. I was like, you know, so I'll do that. Sometimes I'll listen to some of the music. Just mm-hmm. you know, I just want to keep it clear. You know, can you hear that train in the background?
0: Yeah, I heard. So, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, uh, you gotta love us, right?
0: Yeah. Any place to get like a good said, reception? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. you're speaking about being a woman August this while ago. What? As you, I'm sure you know how tough in the country music world it is for women to rise up. Do you see that same thing in the Christian music world?
2: You mean for women in general or just for, a music, yeah. for an artist, an independent artist? I would say
0: the, the women artists in the Christian – because, you know, it's, it's really tough for women in country. And I'm just wondering oh. if you see the same thing in, in the Christian world too of the Christian music. Is it tough? Tougher for the women than the men to make it.
2: Uh, well, you know, I guess now that you say that, I mean, a lot of artists I do like are are men. I guess I never really thought about that a whole lot. Um, I, yeah, maybe. I mean, I've I've tried to break into Christian music and it's tough, you know. But (laughs) I I don't worry about that anymore. You know, so it's like, yeah, you know, because I'm still shocked that I got picked up by a a country label to be honest with you. And it has been really, really awesome. <laughs> so
0: So do you so consider yourself been... like um Christian country?
2: I honestly I'm I'm more Christian contemporary, honestly. Okay. Um but you know, like I said, this this label they they said they wanted to work with me and I'm just ecstatic that they did and oh, so this new song that we wrote has a little uh-huh. bit of a country Country thing going
0: on with it,
1: you
0: know. Oh, well. So I'm, I'm trying, you know. Yeah, so, because <laughs> you know, yeah, cause you oh, know that, like, up in Nashville, you know. Although everybody thinks Nashville as the country music mecca, but they don't realize mm-hmm. too that Nashville is also the Christian music mecca. Most Christian oh, okay. music is based out of, out of Nashville. Also, really big. Okay, up there. all
1: right, really,
2: all right. I think, doesn't Toby Mack live up there, like in Nashville somewhere?
1: I I, I have a know, good not...
2: friend. He's a – oh, Toby?
1: hmm
2: I have a good friend. Um, his name is Michael Edmonds. He's a recording Christian artist, and he just moved from South Carolina to Nashville uh, okay. specifically for music. And he's yeah. – yeah. So on we're fire. We're planning on
0: moving kind of... to Nashville later this year, too.
2: Oh, are you? Okay. Wow.
3: We are excited we're, about that. We, we yeah, can't wait yeah. To get there. That is exciting. And then, wow.
0: And and not just for the music side. There's just so much to do there in general. You have some major city. Yeah. I mean, you know, great really? place to okay. raise
3: a family. We think. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: I mean, granted, there's we're, 1.75 million people in, in Nashville metro area. <laughs> That's
2: a lot. <laughs> we're we're tossing yeah. the idea around just so you know. My husband and I are so.
0: Oh, wow. Because so it's only about, it's seven
2: hours from where I live.
0: I think it's about seven and a half hours from here, if I'm not mistaken. About I think So we're is. about the same distance yeah, I think away. Yeah, that's right. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Yeah. I mean, no. You know, I guess so, if we're tossing the idea around. It just doesn't – I don't know
0: yet. <laughs> so. well, see, there, maybe there's a prophecy here happening. You just don't know it yet. <laughs>
2: mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah,
3: maybe.
0: Oh. <laughs>
2: My husband's so like, if, "Well, I tell you what if I can find a job there, you know he's like, Why not? you know, so exactly. um, yeah. except all my kids are here, but you
0: know
1: it's it's only seven hours, I guess I don't
0: know on so when you look back on your life, uh-huh. what song represents your what what would you say song represents your life out there, no matter whether it's Christian song, other genre song. What one song represents your life?
2: Represents my life. Yeah. Um. Well. It,
0: but that would that maybe describe your life in, a, in one song?
2: Would it be wrong to say it's a song I wrote? I mean. No. It's uh okay. It's called "Won't You Heal Me Now."
0: <clears throat> oh wow.
2: Yeah. What's Won't you heal me now? Is um. It's about a little girl that I used to babysit, and she obviously needed um, some love, and you know, just some intense love and attention. And again, me with struggling with my depression um, because of my childhood and all that stuff. I I remember one day I just cried out to the Lord, and I'm like, I I need, just need you to heal me so that I can. Reach out to this little girl and love on her But how I can't love on someone When I'm not You know I don't even love myself You know what I mean yeah. And I was just asking God to heal me So if you, if you get a chance to check it out um, That is That's definitely me That song uh, across the board um, okay, yeah, It's the, hard in, to
0: give what you don't have
2: Yeah In the bridge it says You are really hurting Someone did you wrong how can you show compassion when inside you feel alone?
3: Hmm.
1: But
2: you must forgive wow. them no matter what they've done. Let go of the pain, give it to the father's son. And that is that is me. That is my life
0: wow. right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so awesome. if you get a
1: chance, check it out. <laughs> so,
0: we definitely will. We'll definitely um, check
3: it out. Wow.
0: So so that I don't so I didn't miss anything. If okay. you were, if you were interviewing yourself,
1: mm-hmm.
0: what's one question that I did not ask that you would ask yourself?
2: Mm-hmm. That's a good question. What would I ask myself? Um. Like, how you doing now? <laughs> how are
1: you doing right now? You <laughs> know?
2: How's it going? <laughs> what do you think? That would how be are my you question. Doing <laughs> I think I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing great. I am doing really great. I am so happy to say that I am doing great, you know, and so many awesome things are happening right now. And I'm I'm just so thankful, you know, like I said, I've got my, my family, my daughters that I was never supposed to have. And, um, Mm -hmm. I'm just seeing amazing things happen, you know, um, like I said, with this record label, they've been super helpful. And, um, the producer that's been helping me with my songs and it's, you know, it's, it's all, I, it's not that I, I'm not doing this by myself. It's my story, but I'm getting help from a lot of other people. You know what I mean?
0: We, we are doing this together. You know, because we're a family show, we always let our little eight year old ask one question. So he's about to jump on to ask you a question.
3: Oh, okay. Yes, he loves to do this. He wants a podcast of his own someday. So we're letting him (laughs) ask one question on ours. Here he is. His name is Christopher. All right. What's your favorite
2: food? What's my favorite food? I absolutely love pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Love, love it.
0: That—that's his favorite. Oh, really?
2: Pizza? Oh, it's so good. (laughs) Yes. I don't know if Uh, it's good for me, but I sure love it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, put Mama back on. Okay. Bye. Bye. (laughs)
2: Nice to meet you.
3: He enjoyed that. He always
0: does. (laughs) So now we kind of—he'd get upset if we didn't let him do that now because we've done it. Yeah. Family show
1: here. <laughs>
0: yes. Yes. Because, see, see, we we work from home ourselves, so I'm I understand what you're talking about about being alone a little bit from home, because yeah. even though I have we Sandy and I have each other of course, so we're not alone alone, but we're still mm-hmm. work from home, so we homeschool from home of course. Uh, and yes, so, okay. and we
3: have. Yeah. And I'm carrying around our ten month old as we speak right then. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well,
2: congratulations! That is so oh, fun. It, you guys thanks. are in the fun stage.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Try, try try to run a radio show from your home with an eight-year-old, an yeah. eleven-month-old. is fun. <laughs> Trying yeah. to yeah. lead through all Keeps
2: this. things interesting.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: I love I love uh, that. Uh, that's that's. I miss that.
0: Yeah, because we we thought little Chris was going to be our our only, because um, I was forty I, and we I had did. You know, okay. so here all it right. is. So here it is. I'm 48 and she's 11 months old. <laughs> wow. And I'm 43 with 11 months old. <laughs> well, you, she was well, a you go, guys. Baby. <laughs> wow. so, so while all my friends have kids in college, we're just starting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: how's the energy still
1: <laughs> keep us young? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, it will. That's, that's Oh, the plan. man, that's fun. No. It's definitely been fun. I'm just waiting. Um, yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm waiting for my one of my daughters to have a baby here sooner or later. I hope they're hearing this,
0: because
2: <laughs> so, my my husband's like, no more babies. We I we're guess. just gonna have to wait for grandkids. But you know.
0: Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh,
1: so if we fun. get to
0: our last question here, what okay. one piece of advice you would give an artist just starting out now?
2: Mm. Uh, don't give up. Do not give up. Keep
0: that's, keep going. That that's it. You know that's, you know that's yeah. really and because you know a lot of people, a lot of artists, especially country artists, they have this idea they'll move to Nashville, they move there, and then five years in, they give up and leave. And mm-hmm. what people don't know is they call Nashville a ten year city. Okay. The average. It doesn't always happen this way. Sometimes it's shorter. Sometimes it's less. But the average big artist was in Nashville mm-hmm. for about ten years before they took off. Ten years, okay. That's 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 just, that's just not normal. That that's just the way it is. And you know, now you know, doesn't mean it has to be that way. Especially with all the tools that artists have now to get known. Yeah, that's right. It can, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you know what? When you've got God on your side, who knows what can happen? Yes. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Uh, well, Because
2: I'm just thinking of my age, and you're saying ten years. I'm like, whoa. Okay,
0: <laughs> but hey. But no. you know what? Here's the thing. You're going to sing over the next ten years anyway. It's in. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. in. So, yeah. Let's say it did take ten years. You're going to sing anyway. Absolutely. So yeah. what? It's, yeah, so if, it. let's say ten years from now you did take off. It's still worth it because you were going to do it rest of your life anyway. True.
2: True. Yeah. I might be a little slow on the move, but you know, yeah, I thought I'm singing
0: forever. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, you know, you know, uh, you know be a reader. Who... You have no
2: idea. <laughs> like, oh man, so, oh. <laughs> well, mm-hmm.
0: I... know, But but you know what? We really enjoyed this. I don't want to take up too much more of your time because we are over an hour. Oh, we did. Mm-hmm. And, but we <laughs> well, like thoroughly enjoyed this. I and, yeah. Uh, so we, thank you so you know,
2: much for coming on our show today. Oh. Absolutely. I, I loved it. It was fun. You guys are a neat couple. So <laughs> well, I'll thank you. Thank you. I, <laughs>
1: appreciate I'm definitely
2: going to keep, keep praying for you, you know, and just keep praying for your ministry and what you guys are doing because from what I can see, you're you're helping a lot of people, you know. So I, I'll i definitely be praying for you, too.
1: So well, I'll we appreciate it. Really you. Cool. We'll do
2: the same <laughs> for you, absolutely. <laughs> thank, you.
0: thank you. And we will hope to have you back on maybe in six months or so. Yeah, so you can update us on
3: everything going on then. Sure, absolutely.
0: Thank you. And we will talk to you real soon.
2: Okay. You guys take care.
0: You too. You too.
2: Bye.
0: Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. We hope you really enjoyed this show. As I always tell people, we dig deep into these artists' lives. Nothing's off limits. Mm Mm-hmm. We want that's the raw right. stories to, we want the raw stories to come out. And if you've made it to this far, you know that we just broke some chains out there. Anybody that's listening to this, I this is a chain breaker story today, and we it hope it
3: was that's one of the most that, powerful stories we've had on the
0: show. And we hope that you will share this out there because I I, I think this one needs to be. Our most shared story, because again, this story can break some chains. But as always, we will see you tomorrow, same time. We try to do them around two o'clock every every week every weekday. Yes. Our Wednesday mm-hmm. though, show is going to probably change them around noon or one, probably soon, or probably twelve thirty. Yes. That's what I'll probably end up doing during the Wednesday. Okay. But The other days we try to keep it around two. But yeah, if you just go on and um, see you tomorrow at two p.m.
3: Yeah, it's got an exciting show coming up then.